Since I started the sessions with yourself, previous to that, I was taking amitriptyline, a medication to help my body relax at night time to go to sleep. Mm. But since I've had the sessions with yourself, I've not needed to take them tablets and I've been sleeping perfectly fine. No nightmares? No nightmares. I've been going to sleep and I've been waking back up. I did have a dream that where usually I'm usually being held down and, you know, jumping from dream to dream and constantly being attacked and being held down. Now, I had a dream that I wasn't being held down and that I was helping somebody else. It was a different kind of dream, but it wasn't a bad dream, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it sounds quite a nice thing that that's changing your you want to help somebody else. And you are just by allowing me to record this session. Trust me, you, you are helping people right now. Welcome back to another episode of Similar Stories Around the World podcast. I'm your host, Claire Oldham West. I hope this, this week finds you well whenever you listen to this, whether it's in the month of February or if it's, it's this time next year. I know that a lot of people that listen to podcasts will, will listen to um, all of the, the back catalogue of podcasts. So wherever you, you listen to this, I hope you're having a good week. And I want to start by saying that this episode may not be for everyone. It's a very different, it's a very different episode indeed. And I'm going to explain why I've decided to, to publish this podcast episode and why I feel that this message is really, really important. So having worked with, with clients with sexual trauma, child or sexual abuse, all of those things, I know that this is something that's very, very real. I know that it's something that affects many people, and I also know that it impacts a lot of people that are struggling with weight loss. So you might already be thinking, where, where's Claire even going with, with this episode? As a hypnotherapist now, having people come into my practice and, and talking about those issues that want help with, whether it's quitting smoking, whether it's weight loss, whether it's anxiety, I do find that on a weekly basis, sometimes on a daily basis, I'm, I'm dealing with historic sexual abuse whether it's childhood sexual abuse whether it's as a result of being with somebody that things went drastically wrong and then this came into play sexual abuse and the reason I'm talking about this is it's it's really important to talk about it not just to talk about it on a, on a mental health day I feel that I really really strongly feel that when we talk about mental health we have set ideas about mental health that we want to talk about whether it's depression whether it's anxiety, whether it's trauma. But for me, I think it's really important to, to touch on these subjects because if we don't have somebody talking honestly about it and openly about it, you know, there's no shame in talking about child or sexual abuse or sexual abuse because it happens. It's sad, but it happens. And we need to talk about it to lift that, that veil of shame from it because we don't lift that veil of shame you know, it, it can be that people struggle and it can also be that, that people have tried to have that help but for whatever reason that therapy hasn't worked. And it's important to say that this could be triggering for people. So at this point, you know, if you need to, if you need to switch to, to another podcast and hear a, a transformation story, that, then by all means, go ahead and, and do that. You know, by all means, go ahead and do that. When I decided to do the podcast episode, the intention wasn't to, to do an episode to, to meet the needs of everyone. And if it only helps a couple of people, 
throughout the whole publication of this podcast, then I feel that that's, that's job done. So when it comes to somebody that struggled with childhood sexual abuse, sexual abuse, sexual violation, it can be that those people that have had those struggles, that have been through that trauma, are holding on to guilt, onto shame. And like I said before, we need to lift that veil. So when I do talk about it, it's because I feel that, especially with child sexual abuse, I feel that by working with a client that has had that experience, it's a way to, to release that child from that trauma. I always feel that when I'm working with, with a client, an adult that has gone through that life experience, that it's not the adult that I'm helping, it's that child, that child that has struggled for, for many, many years, that child that has held on to that trauma for years. And the lady that you'll hear talking in a moment is a lady that helped called Jolene. Now, Jolene had struggled throughout her life with, with many things. Um, she'd been out of the care system. She struggled with childhood sexual abuse and she talks openly about this because she now works in mental health and she wanted to help just one person by allowing me to record an episode on, on my YouTube channel, which I've, I've published. And what I'm doing today is I'm bringing forward that audio uh, where I can to show you how this works because I don't want to start going into the nuts and bolts of, of childhood sexual abuse and trauma or any, any trauma work without showing you what is possible in terms of the results that, that are possible. So when I first met Jolene, she came with the issue of PTSD night terrors, PTSD night terrors that, that would not go away. And that had been her experience, childhood sexual abuse, in and out of care system, a really horrendous relationship with her mum at that, at that time. Fear, holding on to lots of fear. And it's not that Jolene hadn't tried to, to receive the help. She had. She'd had lots of talking therapy. And because of her life experience, she'd even been sectioned in the past under the Mental Health Act. So she'd had help with psychiatrists. She'd had help with talking therapists. She'd had help with CBT. And while she, re- she felt that she'd received some help, so she was able to go to work and, and function and, and give that help to other people that were struggling with their mental health, people like herself that had gone through trauma, she could not get rid of these PTSD night terrors. Another reason I wanted to publish this podcast episode today was to show you how powerful hypnotherapy is and to also dispel two myths, really. The first myth that hypnosis is just for stage, something that you see, I don't know, at a local entertainment or somewhere abroad where you'll see people dropping onto the floor on a stage show. And also the second myth that Hypnosis, hypnotherapy is some sort of woo-woo meditation that you're guided into. Somebody makes you feel really relaxed, really calm, and then you skip away like Bambi. I always use that meta- metaphor. I don't know why I'm targeting Bambi. But the, the reason that this is so important to understand this is because a lot of people have those beliefs. And while people have those beliefs and misconceptions about hypnotherapy, I want to come along and kind of like smash the, the wall into pieces when it comes to those misconceptions because it's there's so much more that's involved and I work with trauma I work with trauma most days I work with abuse most days PTSD night terrors acute anxiety depression you you name this is what I deal with I, I deal with the deeper work when it comes to mental health so in this recording you're going to hear Jolene talk about her experiences and openly about that very bravely too you know I've, I've had some wonderful guests on the podcast share their weight loss story and 
have some wonderful people that allow me to record their hypnotherapy session so that you can see how this can help. It might be helping you in the future. It might be something that you've struggled in the past with. And even if you've not experienced childhood sexual abuse or trauma or sexual violation, if you go onto my YouTube, if you watch this this edited video that I've put on there, this this audio is taken from a, a video that's about 20 minutes long and there's another one that's I think about an hour long. What you'll see is something that's very different. And, and this is where I want to get that message out. I can't sit with this information knowing that it could potentially help a lot of people. And if you're somebody that is struggling with a painful memory, it might not be sexual abuse, but you might be struggling with that painful memory and you feel that you can't move forward from it. And it might be that you're experiencing PTSD night terrors, not of a sexual nature, but it might be that you go into bed and you're having those night terrors, those, those cold or hot sweats, and you're waking up and your sleep has been disrupted. So I feel that there's lots that I can say about this, but rather than me talking lots and lots about it, I'm going to invite you to listen to Jolene describe how she felt after her first session. And after the first session that I worked with her, I didn't video that first session, but after that first session, the PTSD night terrors had gone. And even when I say that, I know there's probably going to be lots of people listening to this feeling that this is, you know, a bit skeptical that this could actually work. How can I come along and help somebody using hypnotherapy so powerfully that after the first session, the, the PTSD night terrors are no longer there? And that's because I've desensitized Jolene from, from that horrendous painful memory. That painful memory that she had, that she had with her, that she kept with her right from being a child, of being attacked night after night. Again, this could be triggering, so decide not to listen to the rest of this. But when it comes to the weight loss story, when it comes to Clients that have suffered with sexual violation, rape, childhood sexual abuse, childhood trauma, those people that are getting on a scale and they're wanting to lose weight, but they're also struggling with those things in the past that where they've tried to receive that help, they've not really received that help successfully. And it might be the fact that they try to talk about it within talking therapy, but actually talking therapy has made made it a, a whole lot worse. And the reason for that is. I can't even begin to imagine being in that situation as a child, talking about those things, as an adult, having to go over and over and over it. And I don't need to to do that within hypnotherapy. The reason that you know and understand that Jolene has had this experience is because she wanted to offer this information. Because it is that cloak and dagger, you know, nobody wants to talk about it. And thinking about when I used to, I've trained at Derby Rape Crisis, we was actually taught to say to a client that if they wanted to seek justice for their childhood sexual abuse to try to to move them away from that thought because getting a conviction for childhood sexual abuse is very very difficult simply because when you go to court you need facts you need evidence and when it's historic that can be really really difficult so when it comes to dealing with those those emotions with somebody that's wanting to lose weight, it's likely that there's a lot of emotional eating that's taking place, body dysmorphia, disassociation, also that feeling of, of needing to nurture your body with food, because that's possibly been the only thing that has felt that has, has worked, has been a solution. And that's if that person hasn't tried other things too, like alcohol, because sitting with that emotion is raw, it's intense. And those clients are just wanting to numb out. 
and what better way than food? And, and can you blame them? However, what I want to say is that if you're somebody that's wanting to lose weight and this has been your experience, then please get in touch. You know, please get in touch because I don't want you to feel you have to live with those painful memories being on repeat, on loop in your mind. I don't want you to feel that. And I would encourage you to go over to my YouTube channel and see this for yourself. See it for yourself. And I think one of the reasons I did the YouTube channel was just to talk to, to anybody that's very, very skeptical about how this could potentially work. I feel that I'm being very brave in even publishing this podcast episode because I think a lot of people might get angry when I'm talking about helping clients in a, in a, in a swift way without having taken them through you know, years and years of therapy, especially if you're listening to this. And maybe that has been your experience, that you've, you've gone through this trauma. And now I'm coming along to say, actually, you don't need to go through through weeks and weeks of therapy. I usually work with clients doing one or four sessions, help Jolene in three sessions in total. So take a listen. You know, I'm not going to apologize for this episode, although I feel a little bit brave in, in doing this, but it's an important conversation. And these are the conversations that we need to have because so many people are getting on that scale at a weight loss group. And it's not just the weight they're carrying. They're carrying emotional baggage that's so big, so intense. They just don't know where to go with it. They don't know where to go. And they're in that loop, that cycle. So that's why I'm publishing this episode today. So take a listen. It is introducing a very, a very intense conversation around PTSD night terrors. Enjoy. So I'd just like to, to welcome Jolene today to this session and, and Jolene's look to hypnotherapy to receive some help after really struggling for many years with the different things I'd just like to introduce Jolene and just to welcome you and know that you're in a safe space Jolene you really really are okay, thank you so why did you choose to look to hypnotherapy for some help with those things you've been struggling with I've, I've suffered with um, PTSD um, from childhood traumas uh, from a very young age um, and it's something I've carried with me I'm 43 now and I've carried it with me you know throughout my life I've been um, sectioned I've been on medication I've tried counselling and um, but with everything that going up that goes on I can't get away from my PTSD at night times when I'm asleep and it comes to me in dreams Right. Okay. So it's, it's it's that time at night when you're really, really struggling with that. Yeah. And when I spoke with you yesterday, what I did was just to try and give you some some help around a particular memory that you, you'd mentioned that, that comes back and just to see if this will help you. Yeah. This will help you with how you feel at night. Because I know that you said at night time is very, very like, fraught. Sometimes your children have to wake you up because you're lashing yeah. out. The technique that I helped with yesterday was just to try and help you with that particular memory and reframe that memory. So yeah. how do you feel after yesterday's session? Um, after yesterday's session, it was like as if a weight had lifted, a weight had lifted off my chest. And then last night when I when I slept, I managed to sleep with my door shut eventually, which I've not been able to do for a very long time. And I slept really peacefully. I say that I know what a peaceful sleep is, but mm. 
I had no dreams, no nothing, and I felt my body felt like that it physically slept throughout the night and you had a good night's sleep. Oh, wonderful. After the technique that you did with me. Remember that's listening is that we really looked at that, that painful memory and when you close your eyes and you brought that memory to mind, you felt this massive pressure on your chest and yeah. oh, this real strong pressure. Um, and when we when I asked you about how you felt about that, that memory that was coming to mind, and when I asked you whereabouts you was, if you're still in your body looking out, you were still in your body, but you could feel yeah. that that pressure on your chest. So now that that pressure is gone, obviously it's still gone. Uh, what we're going to do today is just take you through the emotional release technique to allow those things, whatever it is you've been holding on from from birth, really, whatever it is you, you've been holding on to emotionally, you're going to be able to let all, all of that go and really give you some help to move forward. Okay. So thank you. Are you happy to go into hypnosis? Yes, I am. Wonderful. You're nice and comfortable. It feels, I don't think I've ever felt like this before. Yeah, so, so this is the most freeing that you you felt. Yeah. Ever. Ever with my body, ever most freeing. Yeah, I've held on to so much. Yeah, it's like I've took off my backpack. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No amount of counselling, no amount of counselling. You know, when when we say go through things like that, there's no amount of counselling that I have been to has ever left me feeling like this ever ever because you go to the counselling but you don't truly open up Mm. yeah you don't truly open up you're still hiding from yourself yeah that's it yeah and that's it within hypnosis it all comes up for doing the subconscious mind it all just comes up and out there's nowhere to hide and you know, when I've helped um, clients that have struggled with drug and cocaine addictions and things like that, there's nowhere to hide in hypnosis. It's, no. it's not. And I've often heard clients say to me, well, when I've gone to counselling and I've, I've said what I think they want to hear. and It's like a mind game with counselling. Yeah. You, they, they, you tell them as much as you feel they need to know. Yeah. Where this is, like you said, there's 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 no hiding, no hiding at all. I think it's a trust thing as well. And often, what we can do within this session is let go of the all of that shame, that blame, all those things that you hold. You know, especially having gone through childhood sexual abuse, and counselling is wonderful. You know, it's therapeutic. As a qualified counsellor, I've seen clients be helped within the counseling however for these deep-seated emotions I know I've been had clients that have tried to tell me these things but they feel it's too difficult they're holding that shame they're really holding that shame around that thing that happened that was you know it was no fault of their own they had no you know there was a child and yet they feel that yes they want to talk about it but they feel that shame and we're just just to compare this to what we've been able to help you with in one session this is why I oh you know this is why I, I do the hypnotherapy because it makes those changes that I know that I wouldn't be able to get with a, a client in counseling within a sh- such a short space of time and it's not to call out me as an amazing therapist this has got nothing to do with me 
this has got to do with your mind and your subconscious mind letting go of those things. And so what I see myself as is I'm just wanting to facilitate you to your subconscious as a hypnotherapist. This isn't me as an amazing therapist. This is not me about my ego. This is not me calling out counselling and saying, oh, counselling's not great. It's in my experience, I'm talking about from my experience, this is what I know that works and this is why I want to help people because I want to help people that have, have tried therapists, have tried CBT, they've tried the counselling and then they still feel that they've not moved, not moved forward and I don't want to leave people thinking that because they've tried these therapists through the, the GP that they're at the end of the, the road and they've tried everything. If you've not tried hypnosis and if you have suffered with trauma like, like what you've suffered, there's more to come in, in terms of therapy and that's that's what I want to do and that's why I'm so pleased that you've allowed me to, to record this. If it can help somebody else, I've always been the kind of person that I've always wanted to help other people who've been in situations like that places that I've been and if, I, I, if recording this helps another person who's been in them dark places then go but then I'm all for it. Thank you so much. Because they're not not they're not not nice places to be. No. Not quite nice places to be. And if I if I can be a light for somebody else, then I'm happy to do that. Thank you so much for joining me again today, Jolene. It's been yeah, it was wonderful to work with you last week. And I'm glad we're working with you again on this the second session of the emotional release. So I just wanted to catch up with you and just see how it's been for you. I did briefly in the week that last session. Um, after the session, I had this kind of feeling. I was, I was like, happy. It was like a happy feeling. It's not a feeling that I felt before. Um, feelings of anger as well, and yeah. so often as well. So I take myself back to the the waterfall that I said that I went to you know in the last part of the session last yeah. week so every time I felt that emotion of anger I went back to there and it calmed me back down that you know it took me back to you know being okay yeah so I've had flashes of different emotions which I'm not used to because I'm usually just I'm like a rock usually mm. and straightforward don't feel anything just carry on just carry on kind of thing and it's been unusual feeling different emotions this week mm. the good feeling one is not something i've ever felt before so it's it's kind of brand new and i'm scared of reaching <laughs> it sounds really bad i'm scared of reaching it because i like that feeling do you know what i'm saying yeah so yeah I know when I spoke to you in, in the week, you said that it was what you, you called the, the retail smile when you used to work in retail, yeah. having this smile, this fake smile, but you said that you felt it. Yeah. And, and that was very strange to you. So I'm really glad that that's happened. In yeah. terms of those, those emotions that are coming up, those, those flash of emotions, what we basically did last week is we took you through the emotional release. And this does allow for things to come up and out. And just like I explained last week, that these things you may find yourself thinking of past memories um, and you might find these emotions releasing which is still do so so that's what's been happening there and where you say you like like this rock and 
it's almost like you have this wall built around you, isn't it? You don't let anybody yeah. know any of those that you, you know that you can really, really trust, like your family. And then and then you have that, that wall around you. And what's happening if it was starting to let that go and that will dissipate. And you might find that, for example, you might be watching a film on TV and then you might find yourself getting emotional over that film because these emotions are uh, almost like recalibrating um, and releasing too. So I'm glad that that was the experience for you. And just um, I just want to just touch base about those those nightmares and, and how that's been for you. I know that when I, I spoke to you originally, you said that you've not had those nightmares. So has anything happened since I spoke to you? As I say, since I started the sessions with yourself, previous to that, I was taking amitriptyline, a medication to help my body relax at night time to go to sleep. Yeah. But since I've had the sessions with yourself, I've not needed to take them tablets and I've been sleeping perfectly fine. No nightmares? No nightmares. I've been going to sleep and I've been waking back up. I have mm-hmm. had a dream. I did have a dream that where usually I'm usually being held down and, you know, jumping from dream to dream and constantly being attacked and being held down. Now I had a dream that I wasn't being held down and that I was helping somebody else. So it was... It was a different kind of dream, but it wasn't a bad dream, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it sounds quite a nice thing that that's changing your your and helping somebody else. And you are just by allowing me to record this session. Trust me, you you are helping people right now. And and people that have seen the video from last week, people that are really struggling, just like you were, trying to find that thing, but not sure if they could trust hypnotherapy not sure if you could trust me as a therapist obviously I'm a stranger to people yeah and then seeing that that transformation and in such a short space of time so I'm really pleased it's been positive for you it's been a positive experience yeah so I'm going to take you back into it now so I'm going to take you back on original release whatever release is, is meant to release whatever happens happens so just wanted to just before I take you into it now so I just want to touch base on the the medication so obviously I'm not a doctor and obviously medication's been prescribed for a reason. Have you touched base with the doctor about that, that medication? I, don't, I was only teaching that I'm a trip to to relax my body to sleep. Right. Now if I'm sleeping, I don't need to take the I'm a trip to Because that's what that happened to you. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a trip to even though that it's um, an antidepressant, it's also a muscle relaxer. Okay. Yeah. So because I used to go to bed so stiff and I weren't relaxing, it felt I weren't sleeping. And because of the nightmares as well, yeah, I was taking the amitriptyline to make me relax to be able to go to sleep. Right. And so so with, with me being comfortable with sleeping and being able to sleep with my door shut now. Yeah, wonderful. I've not, not you know, the amazing thing is I don't sleep with the crack of the door open anymore with a light coming in and I'm not I'm not laying in bed constantly watching my door frame. I can shut the door and I'm comfortable to go to sleep. Fantastic. And I don't need the ham trickling to help me with that anymore. That's wonderful. I'm really, really pleased. So you're ready to go into hypnosis? You have to go into hypnosis. Yeah. Got my pillow. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful.
feel like you've done left and large, just open your eyes. Come back in the room, please. It's like as if I didn't want to let go. That's quite common. Don't, you know, try not to overthink that, but that. When you've held this for so long and it's been part of you for so long, right from being a little girl, and now you're letting go of it. You know, there can be that attachment to trauma because it's a pure reason it's, it's often all, all that somebody's ever known. Neglect and, and those things, it's all somebody's ever known. And it, there is that, almost that attachment to that, that, that because they've, they've taken it on board as if it's part of them. And often people, when I see clients, they, they will come to me and just like yourself, it's like, well, I've got to kind of like live with it. Yeah, it's like it's part of them. It's a piece of their jigsaw that's made them, you know. And while yes, it will always be part of you and always be what what's brought you to this place now, you don't have to live through that that trauma, and and you can leave that in the past. You can acknowledge that it happened, but you can leave that that in the past, and that's what's happening now. So, did you connect to any any memories? Um, any yeah. Emotions? I connected because I, I went through the foster system and I used to have visits with my mum. I must have been about 10 and we was on a coach. I think I was first going over to visit her in London. Then she made a promise to me that, because I've been in, been in foster care since I was five, and she promised me that it's going to be me and her from now on and that she'd look after me mm. and that never happened no. she broke that promise and that's what I was connected I don't know why I connected to that because yeah. I've, I've been through I've lived with my answer and then I went to the foster people and then I got shipped to the other foster people and then finally I was allowed to stay over at my mum's in London and we was on the coach I always wanted to be with my mum when I was a little girl and I yearned to be with my mum when I was a little girl and that was the only time that I truly felt the love of my mum and she made the promise and and that's the only time that I ever felt that so I felt felt safe but I felt angry because I should have felt like that when I was away through my childhood and it was just a moment. That's obviously something that you've held, held within you for so long and, and this is what we're doing now, we're just releasing that, we're just releasing that. So are you happy to go back in? Yeah. No. Back. What came up for you there in that, in that moment? Abandonment. 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 Random, yeah. Being on my own since I was a little girl. Did you connect to a particular memory when when you went into that hypnosis? Did a particular image come up for you, or was it was it that that pure emotion that you felt? Emotion, feeling, being on my own. It's the only feeling I've ever had. I'm on my own. Yeah, I'm on my own. But at the end of it, the image that I seen was me looking back at me, me looking back at me, because I'm all, I'm all I've ever had. It was a big a big release for you, you can see how emotional that was for you. When I was young, everybody that was supposed to be there for me to keep, it's like my children now, 
I'll go to the end of the earth with my kids. Do you know what I'm saying? Not one person went to, would go to the end of the earth for me when I was their age and younger. I was on my own from day dot. I had to survive and drag myself up from day dot. And even in the care system, did you, did you feel? I was on my own. Yeah. All the way through it, I was on my own. From each, I was, I was always the outsider. I had to look after myself. So there was absolutely nothing I could do. I was on my own. I had to look after myself. Yeah. And going back now, but you've got your, your family now, you've got your sons and... Yeah, I've got I've got grandchildren as well. Yeah, and so you know, even so, when I had my first baby, I had my first baby at sixteen years old, and I had my baby on my own. Even my baby, my first baby, I had her on my own. I gave birth on my own. Wow, I was left in London. At the age of 15, with a note on the side saying, Gone to Romania, see you when I get back. Yeah. 11 years later, they turned back up. Mm. And I went through the system again. A lot. You've been through a lot. You've been through a lot. And I'm glad that you're able to release the bad that you're able to release this. You have to go back in. Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself to bomb. Scan your body and just tell me things, those sensations that you didn't have when you first started the session. Well, under here, you know, like when my soul plexes. Yeah. It's like when my soul plexes feels, I can feel, <laughs> I can feel my soul plexes. Was it like tight and pain? No, because that's how I usually feel. Yeah. What you're saying is that sensation there, it's, it's an uncomfortable sensation. No, it's not uncomfortable. Oh, right, okay. okay. It's, I can feel it now. Right. I can feel it. See, this part of my body is, has always been numb. Tense. Right. Right, I understand, right. It's always been tense. It's for that feel. Feel it, yeah. I feel like I've just took off a heavy piece of armour. Yeah. Wonderful. So, please... So with that, notice that you went into there, did you connect to any, any particular memory? Was it just that, that emotion just releasing, like before? The emotion that you're releasing, you held on to. I did, you know, because obviously I keep going back to being abandoned and stuff like that. The people that are supposed to protect me, you're supposed to protect me. Mm. But I managed to release that, what I had for that. I managed to let go of that. Yeah, wonderful. So please, first, what I'm going to do now, just take you back into hypnosis, but just give you some nice, you know, wonderful hypnosis, just to relax you a little bit further. Not the emotional release, just give you some really positive, um, some positive suggestions and just help you to heal as well that, you know, been through so much at a young age so much trauma so much like you said abandonment loneliness all all of that so we're just gonna look at that now and just gonna help you with that so just close your eyes and just know that you're safe in this moment just feel that ground and your feet know that you're safe thank you 
you know I used to have little pigtails. <laughs> yeah. I used to have little pigtails. Ah, <laughs> uh, a cute kid. That's shame. So when you connect to your younger self there, how, how old was you in that? About five. Five, yeah, yeah. And that feel nice for you just to to connect there with that. Yeah. It was, yeah. So as you go through the years, you forget, forget anywhere. Yeah. Get who you are. So day in darkness, if it's a third person, it's. <laughs> and it's it's a strange thing, isn't it? We can all go through life events, through traumas and different things, but there were all those times in our in our lives when we have smiled, when we have laughed, even when we're in the midst of all that that chaos, that trauma. Um, and we, we do forget that as well. We do forget that. Because um, there would have been happy times in your life. Yeah, there was. Yeah. And was you able to connect to that in that moment? Yeah. 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 I was in Lincolnshire, running down. You know when you're a young girl and you're running, and you can just feel the wind in your hair? Yeah. They had a, they had a skirt on, my hair was down, and I was running, and it was in Lincoln. And I remember running and I could feel the the air on my hands. I was running down the street and not a care in the world. And it felt nice oh. to run with her. So that sounds bad. But yeah, it's just it was just a free, just a nice free moment. Yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. I'm pleased you had that. I'm really pleased that you, that you did. So just like um, last week, these things come up. Just like you, you had last after your last session, that ongoing mind things might still release. Um, so do contact me if, if that happens. If, if something comes up and feels it feels really really heavy for you, let me know and I can help you with that. But you're not feeling any any pains, any sensations in your body. No, tightness, no, no tightness. No. Wonderful. I'm so pleased that that's been a yeah. What's the session yeah. for you? Thank you so much for allowing me to record this. Thank you. Yeah, we're welcome. Thank you. And rather than go into that detail about our people that have had that experience of sexual violation, whether it's a child or an adult, rather than go into that, that deep conversation, I wanted to publish this episode first because I want people to understand the power of it. I don't want to be just a, a sounding gun going off on a podcast. I don't want that to happen. Whenever I talk about hypnotherapy, I feel that I want to talk to anybody that's sceptical. I want to speak to those sceptics around mental health because there's so much in terms of mental health. There's some good techniques when it comes to mental health, but I tend to deal with trauma. I tend to deal with people that have gone through terror attacks, people that have experienced childhood sexual abuse, PTSD, night terrors, PTSD, you know, complex PTSD. And Having worked within that field, it's important that people know that there is help out there. There is help out there. And I know when I sit in that group, that's the world, I know that there's people that's going to be carrying a lot of emotional weight. And I also know that if they're carrying that emotional weight, they're carrying that emotional weight. It takes a lot to, to get to that place where they can offload that emotional weight. And if they don't, it's likely that they're going to find themselves in a, in a yo-yo cycle of dieting. So this is a really important conversation when it comes to, to weight loss. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm really beyond grateful for Jolene for allowing me to, to record this podcast episode. 
again on my YouTube, you'll see her third session that I've edited. It's a longer video. Take a look, you know, and if you're listen to this and you know somebody that has experienced abuse, child or sexual abuse, if you know somebody that is is kind of haunted by painful memories, whatever those painful memories are, whether it's been attacked, violations, violence. This is something that can be really powerfully impacted using hypnotherapy. You don't have to sit with this trauma. You don't have to really relive that. And most clients I do see are on medication. Because at the point that I see a client, it's likely that they've gone through talking therapy. They've gone through a course of CBT. They're on medication through a doctor, through a GP. They've tried everything, but they're still struggling. And if you've maybe listened to this just out of curiosity, I hope you've enjoyed this. And I hope this is giving you an insight into, into how powerful our minds are. So that when we are going through that loop of, of weight loss, it's often not the food. You know, the food is often the innocent party. And Jolene didn't come to me for help with weight loss. She came to me for help with PTSD, night terrors. And it's likely that if you listen to this podcast episode, you know how intense PTSD can impact people. And it's not the first point of help with PTSD. Bearing in mind that the mind is powerful and often it's just trying to protect you from those things that you've been through in the past by reminding you that you don't want to be in that place of trauma. Our minds are very, very powerful. Wishing you a great week ahead. Thank you so much for tuning in and take care.